Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Together, raised us up together, seated us there with him. It's not a supposition, it is our true position, glorious inheritance. Through Christ we can do all things. Possessing our possessions, glorious inheritance. Thanks be to God our Father, giving us the power to become sons of God. Victory is our status, it's not something to be added. It's our glorious inheritance. Through Christ we can do all things, reigning in life as kings. And by our faith's confessions, we're possessing our possessions, glorious inheritance. My soul gets so excited Knowing we're united We are made one with Him Through Jesus' blood's attesting It's in this fact we're resting It's a glorious inheritance Through Christ we can do Possessing our possessions, glorious inheritance. It's a glorious
I really love that song. I love to sing that song. You know why? Because that's the song of the new creation, glorious inheritance. Victory is our status. It's not something to be added. It came with the whole package. It's in and is our glorious inheritance. And I, I love that uh, space in place in there where it says, uh, in the song it says, Through Jesus' blood's attesting, it's in this fact we're resting. It's our glorious inheritance. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot, to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. You know, uh, after Jesus' resurrection and ascension, uh, uh, he's not any longer known by the apostles after the flesh, but now that that was symbolical has passed away and the deep spiritual truths expressed by the symbol are unveiled, uh, there is no veiling of the blood. In other words, the blood right now is in plain view of the Father. The Father, right now, Father God is looking at the blood at this particular moment as we speak. Uh, the blood of Jesus occupies a very prominent place. And one writer put it this way, if God's looking at the blood, shouldn't we be looking at the blood? Uh, let's turn to the first epistle to the Hebrews. It was written to show that the temple service had become unprofitable and was intended by God to pass away now that Jesus Christ had come. Here, if anywhere, it might be expected that the Holy Spirit would emphasize the true spirituality of God's purpose. Yet it's just here that the blood of Jesus is spoken of in a manner that imparts really a new value to the phrase. We read concerning our Lord that by his own blood, we've just read that by his own blood, he entered into the holy place, Hebrews 9 and 12. Then we read in Hebrews 9, 14, the blood of Christ shall purge your conscience. Then Hebrews 10:19, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Then in Hebrews 12:24, uh, ye are come to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling. Then in Hebrews 13, verses 12 and 13, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. And then Hebrews 13, 20. God brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Now, by these uh, specific and special words, the Holy Spirit is teaching us that the blood of Jesus is really the central power of our entire redemption, not something to just think of occasionally. In fact, this phrase is used not without blood. It's as valid in the New Testament or in the new covenant as is the old. Nothing but the blood of Jesus shed in his death for sin can cover sin on God's side or remove it on ours. Now we find some of the same type teaching in the writings of the apostles. Paul writes of being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus through faith in his blood. Uh, that's Romans 3, 24 and 25, and then Romans 5 and 9. 
being now justified by his blood. And then in 1 Corinthians 10, 16, uh, Paul declares in writing by the Holy Spirit, inspiration, he declares that the cup of blessing, which we bless, is the communion of the blood of Christ. In the epistle to the Galatians, he uses the word cross to convey the same meaning, while in Colossians he unites the two words and speaks of the blood of his cross. That's in Galatians 6.14 and then Colossians 1.20. Uh, he reminds the Ephesians that we have redemption through his blood. That's why that I like that phrase in that song, Glorious Inheritance. Through Jesus' blood's attesting, it's in this fact we're resting. It's our glorious inheritance. Peter reminds his uh, readers, and we're, we're among those readers, that uh, they were elect unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus, 1 Peter 1 and, 1 and verse 2, that they were redeemed by the precious blood of Christ in 1 Peter 1.19. Let's look how John assures uh, little children that the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. The son is he who came not by water only, but by water and blood. And all of these agree together in mentioning the blood and in glorifying the blood, or glorifying in the blood, as the power by which the eternal redemption through Christ is fully accomplished and is then applied by the Holy Spirit. You know, just having the proper view of the blood of Jesus, we can rely on Jesus to show us the power of his blood. You know, we need to take time and some, and some, uh, and some moments to learn the full blessing and power of that blood. This is what God's been speaking to my heart about. The blood of Jesus is called the greatest mystery of eternity, the deepest mystery of the divine wisdom. Let us not imagine that we can easily grasp its meaning, one writer said. God thought 4,000 years necessary to prepare men for it, and we must also take time if we are to gain a knowledge of the power of the blood. I find myself speaking and pleading the blood. Again, pleading the blood isn't begging the blood. You know, the word plead is so, uh, you've heard me talk about it before, I believe. But it, it sounds so much like that we're, we're begging something. But an attorney doesn't go beg in any case. Uh, he pleads, in other words, he, he is arguing the case based on the understanding of uh, the information at hand. And so we're pleading the blood. And, uh, and I was uh, at a recent meeting and, and I heard uh, this phrase come forth, uh, plead the blood over your thoughts. I thought, yes, the blood is still efficacious. God is still looking at the blood. I thought about that line in that song uh, that uh, through Jesus' blood's attesting, it's in this fact we're resting. It is our glorious inheritance. We're to take time to, uh, to look into this. Sacrificial blood always meant the offering of a life. The Israelite could not obtain blood for the pardon of his sin unless the life of something that belonged to him was offered in sacrifice. The Lord Jesus did not offer up his own life and shed his blood to spare us from the sacrifice of our lives. Rather, he did so to make the sacrifice of our lives possible and desirable. And I believe that there's a hidden value of the blood uh, that we need to discover and it's the spirit of self-sacrifice to where we give ourselves over to the enterprise of Jesus, uh, where the blood really touches the heart. It works out in that heart a like spirit of self-sacrifice. That's what Jesus did. He gave himself. 
and his blood was shed for us. And, uh, and we are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. One more time, I'll mention it. He, he entered in once with his own blood into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Let's go.